Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to a Brawl Network and Eagles Brawl podcast. This is the Kelly Green Show. Here's your host, Football Kelly. Welcome back to the Kelly Green Show. I am your host, Football Kelly. My next guest is always having fun debating with fans on the timeline, so today should be a very lively show. He goes by at Eagle Central on Twitter, Mr. Bryn Swartz. How are you doing, Bryn? Hi, Kelly. I'm doing good. I'm big fan of you on Twitter, and I'm glad that I'm finally on your podcast. So thanks for having me It is me a on. privilege to get to speak to you and kind of pick your mind about how you are seeing things from a different vantage point than I usually do. We've known each other for at least seven or eight years at this point, uh, going back and forth on Twitter at, at different times. I don't think you and I have ever disagreed more on a topic than Mr. Carson Wentz. So in the spirit of that, I must ask you, did the Eagles fail Carson Wentz or did Carson Wentz fail the Eagles? Yeah, you know, Kelly, when I uh, tweet something about Carson Wentz, I sit back and I wait for you to reply and tell me why my opinion is stupid. So I'm glad we can <laughs> finally talk. Um, so that is a tough question. First of all, there's almost a third category where there's injuries and the amount of injuries. I probably don't talk enough about specifically the offensive line, all the wide receivers that were injured. It was it was unlike anything I've ever seen. And so that's a third category. But if I had to pick between did the Eagles fail Wentz or did Wentz fail the Eagles, I'm going to say 70% Wentz failed the Eagles. And I'm going to go with the simple fact that if Carson Wentz was maybe a top 22 quarterback in 2020. The Eagles can win the pitiful NFC East. And as a result, he was so bad that he was benched and the Eagles finished in last place in the worst division in NFL history. So with the quarterback being the most important position, to me, that's him failing the Eagles, not the Eagles failing him. Yeah, well, it was a really bad 2020. But the fact that the Eagles weren't able to maintain that relationship after investing a hundred hundred million dollars in a guy you'd think that they would do all they could to make sure that he was happy satisfy the needs of his offensive scheme to to build the team around him that's the that's the goal at the point when you find your quarterback it's to build around your quarterback and so far, the drafting hasn't been great. You see Alshon Jeffrey still on the active roster until week 10. Week 10 is when he was finally playing, okay? And then on top of that, we had the emergence of Travis Fulgham, a, a real wide receiver X for Wentz to target, and we bench him. 
for Alshon Jeffrey. So the coaching and the general manager roster mismanagement ties together for me in a way that says we could have done better by Wentz. And if we were able to do by do better by him, he would have played better because I think he has a part in this. I'm not denying that he was a bad player this year. He was bottom tier quarterback. I will not deny that. And he has things that he has to work on. But I think what we're going to see next year is a master class in building around Wentz and coaching Wentz and scheming for Wentz from the Colts. And that is the reason why I am very confident in saying that the Eagles are more responsible for how things went with Carson Wentz. And unfortunately, by saying that, it is my fear that we're going to repeat that with Jalen Hurts. So going into the next question, we've seen Jalen Hurts for four games. We don't have a ton of tape on him at this point. So it is a little bit of a difficult question to answer, I realize. But one year removed from picking him, do you think the Eagles were justified in using that second round pick on Jalen Hurts? Yeah, so Kelly, that is a great question. Um, When I was watching the draft with my dad uh, last April, we were absolutely stunned when the Eagles picked Jalen Hurts in the second round. And then I believe it took about one day for me to say, you know what, I like this pick. And here is my logic. Quarterback is so important that there is no rule that if you have a very good quarterback and heading into 2020, I would have called Carson Wentz a very good quarterback. There's no rule that says, oh, you're not allowed to have more competition on the roster. I mean, Zach Ertz was one of the best tight ends in football and the Eagles drafted Dallas Goddard. Now, I know quarterback is different because only one can play, but let me let me look at this from the Eagles viewpoint. 2017, Carson Wentz tears his ACL, Foles wins the Super Bowl. Uh, Wentz is still the starter. 2018, Wentz misses the end of the year, Foles wins a playoff game. Going into 2019, Wentz is still the starter. 2019, Wentz plays every game, gets hurt in the playoffs again. Whether it was a dirty hit or not, honestly, I don't think the Eagles care. I don't think they sit around and say, oh, that injury doesn't count because it was a dirty hit. I think they say, well, he was injured again. He's the only quarterback in NFL history to play the majority of his team's games in the regular season and then miss the postseason in consecutive years. And he's essentially done that in three straight years from 2017 to 2019. And you look at the playoff loss to Seattle uh, three months before that draft pick, it was 17 to nine. If Josh McCown had been Jalen Hurts in that playoff game, the Eagles may have won. So what are the Eagles supposed to do? Are they just supposed to have Nate Sudfeld or somebody else as a backup quarterback when Carson Wentz is getting injured every single year? Yes, I think second round was too high. However, if they thought Jalen Hurts was going to be a special player, and honestly, I don't think they drafted Hurts thinking he was going to be the starter. Because again, if Carson Wentz was even the 23rd best quarterback in football in 2020, he's the starter. Honestly, if he wanted to be here, he's still the starter, even as bad as he was. So I I think it was too high, but I understand the Eagles' logic. They've always valued quarterback so much. We saw 2016, Sam Bradford, Carson Wentz, Chase Daniel. I mean, this is just what they do. And that was another example. I 
find it hard to agree with you sometimes, but I do have to agree with you on that. I do think that it was too high of a pick for us to take a quarterback, but I understand the value that we put into the backup quarterback. I, I do understand that. Looking back in, in, in hindsight, I understand that. But in the moment, that was such a shocking pick, and I was just so stunned by it because, you know, Wentz had a great 2019 season. I think a lot of people think, oh, well, Wentz was only, like, only people talk about the 2017 season when it comes to Wentz. I talk about the 2019 season like he was playing really, really well. He was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards, and I have a single wide receiver with 500 receiving yards. That's insane. Like, that's how little talent and the injuries that were on that roster for the whole season. He threw a touchdown in every single game of the 2019 season. And once on Sunday, this is from NBC Philadelphia, he became, after the 2019 season was over, the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 20 or more touchdowns and seven or fewer interceptions in three straight seasons. So while people want to say that it was just the 2017 season that he was good, there are things that you could point out and say he was doing what he could to help this team. Yes, it did not translate on the field, but let's be honest. Quarterback doesn't get the win-loss column. That is not a quarterback stat, in my opinion. I know we probably differ on on that, but we could have had a real defensive starter. We could have had a real offensive starter. And what you're doing is you're taking a luxury pick at that moment to hedge your bet on an investment you made. But if you were that worried about his injuries, why'd you pay him in 2018? Why did you pay him early if he could have still been on his rookie contract? If you were so concerned about his injuries, it just doesn't translate to me as a a positive direction to build your roster around. I know you want to say something else. I'll let you do so, and then we'll move on to the next question. All right, Kelly, I'm like bursting inside. <laughs> I have so um, Okay, so first of all, Carson Wentz, 2017 was fantastic. Let's go with, we can call him the best quarterback in football, second or third best, but he was elite. 2018, I think he was good. 2019, I think there's this narrative that he was terrific because of the stat you gave and the famous carried practice squad wide receivers to the playoffs. And it's as if somebody else was the reason the Eagles started five and seven. I am not a big quarterback wins guy. I am a how many points does the offense score guy. And the 2018 Eagles ranked 18th in points scored. That's below average. Now, Wentz didn't play every game, but still the 2019 Eagles ranked 12th in points scored, and I think that the Eagles as a franchise were a little discouraged by Carson Wentz not being as good, and so I think that that led into the Jalen Hurts draft pick. I also think there's this narrative among fans that the second-round draft pick of Jalen Hurts would have been this all-pro stud, oh my goodness, how can you use a second-round pick on a quarterback when you could have gotten this terrific player who would have contributed so much? Okay, I have the Eagles draft history in front of me. Their second-round picks, <laughs> 
the second round, but some of the top picks, Andre Dillard, first round, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, second round, Miles Sanders, second round, Dallas Goddard, second round, um, Sidney Jones, second round, Derek Barnett, first round. The point is, I don't need to go over every pick. We know that the Eagles are not the best drafting team. I don't think that this second round draft pick would have been a player who would have been the reason why the Eagles would have finished with eight wins instead of four wins in 2020. The problem Dan. is, though, that we heard that they really wanted Jeremy Chin, and he ended up being in the running for Defensive Player Rookie of the Year. So, Kelly, that's a good, that is a very good argument. And Jeremy Chin, the uh, safety for, I believe, Carolina, yes. had, I think he had a, was it like two touchdowns in, a in row, one game? Back or to back plays. That's what it was. Yeah. And so that's a good argument. He had a great season, but he's also an anomaly for a second round pick. And he could have been I our anomaly. Uh, anomaly. You're, you're correct. And, and that would have helped more. And in retrospect, maybe that would have been better. I just, I don't think that drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round, that seems to be what all the beat reporters are saying is the reason why the relationship with Carson Wentz and the Eagles were ruined. What I don't understand is Wentz missed the end of 2017, Foles wins the Super Bowl, the Eagles are like, no, you're still the starter in 2018. Wentz misses the end of 2018, Foles wins another playoff game, the Eagles are like, no, you're still the starter. And then I. Correct. So. I think what happened with Jalen Hurts, maybe they simply changed their mind. They thought Wentz would be better in 2019. They thought that he wouldn't get hurt again. I know we like to say he played 16 games. Well, he missed basically the most important game of the season. And I can't prove this, but I have heard that it was a severe concussion. I would have been able to play the next week. And you can't, Kelly, you can't keep getting injured in the playoffs. And let me make one more point that I just think is really interesting. So I don't want to call Carson Wentz mentally soft or weak because I don't know the guy. Let me just present some facts. 2014, Tom Brady coming off a bad year in 2013. New England drafts Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round. What does Tom Brady do? He wins every Super Bowl in the next few years, wins an MVP. Uh, 2017, Alex Smith, they drafted Patrick Mahomes in the first round. Alex Smith goes out and leads the league in passer rating. And then you have um, this past year, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. What does Aaron Rodgers do? He wins NFL MVP. So what I don't understand is I think maybe the Eagles thought, hey, this is going to motivate Carson Wentz by drafting Jalen Hurts. And it did the opposite, which I think you and I would both agree There has to be something with the Carson Wentz and Eagles relationship that we don't know. There's someday Les Bowen, Ruben Frank, Zach Berman, one of you guys write a book about it and we will all read it because I don't believe that a second round quarterback is the reason why everything spiraled out of control. I don't think it's the fact that there's a statue of the backup quarterback in front of the stadium because the Eagles still, even going into 2020, kept telling Wentz, no, you're the guy. And he found a way to mess it up. No, I'm totally with you. I think there is definitely something we do not know about what happened, what transpired behind the scenes on this whole situation to get to the point where Lori was willing to take that monumental dead cap hit 
trading Carson Wentz this offseason. I mean, if you told me last offseason at this time that we were trading Carson Wentz, I would flat out not believe you. And all of the whole season, I was like, we're not trading him. I don't care what it is. You make that relationship work. You do what you can to get him back on track. You get him a coaching you know, whole bit, like whatever you need to do, that is not a financial burden you want to take on. Yeah. So Kelly, if you don't mind, let me actually say something. So let me, I I'm coming up with this off the top of my head. You can disagree, but I'm going to say 50% chance that Carson Wentz ever returns to let's call very good form. So that means there's a 50% chance that he never returns to very good form. So what if the Eagles just got a second or maybe first round pick plus a third round pick for a guy who's never going to be good again? And that's where I don't think people are giving Howie Roseman and the Eagles enough credit for this was an incredibly courageous and bold decision. And you look at franchises like Andy Dalton with Cincinnati and um, Mitch Trubisky with Chicago and teams who are afraid to move on from their quarterback and they're stuck in mediocrity and the Eagles don't do that. So if they're wrong in Carson Wentz, I know you think he's going to be very good next year. I think if I had to guess, I think he'll be good. I think, I don't know, 14th best quarterback. I think the whole new environment is certainly going to help. If, if the Eagles are wrong about Carson Wentz, we're going to criticize them for this trade. But nobody's entertaining the possibility. What if they're right? But this is the and thing, though. I talked to. I what talked, if this is the next Kevin? I Cobb? talked to. I talked to Les Bowen last week, and he said that the Eagles are very upset that they had to make this decision. So they don't feel that way. They really don't feel like they're getting out of this bad situation. They're they're forced into trading a guy that they do believe in. That's what the reality is. So even if it is just benefit of the doubt, like, oh, well, we got rid of him and we really had no other choice and he ends up being bad. Like we just lucked into that, in my opinion. So I agree with you that the Eagles did not want to do this. I heard, I believe it was Ray Didinger, who I'm certainly going to trust his opinion, um, speculated, and maybe it's more than speculation, that the Eagles wanted to keep, I think you're going to agree with this, Doug Peterson at the end of the year. I think that was obvious because he uh, he did the press conference and then they fired him, what, a week later. And then I think they wanted to keep Carson Wentz. So I think this is not what the Eagles wanted. So again, it is confusing. Like I said to you a few minutes ago, there's stuff we don't know about. And was it an article by, I don't know, Zach Berman or someone recently where there's he wrote that there's like this shock inside the Eagles organization right now where it's like Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts are the face of our franchise moving forward. I mean, I have to – I texted my dad and brother the other day and I'm like, Nick Sirianni is the new Eagles head coach and we haven't heard the name since the day he was hired. And even that was just the fact that his press conference was bad. It's like we have a new Eagles head coach and like all we're doing is talking about who's not here. And I get it because it's a fascinating topic. I just – The whole concept of talking about Carson Wentz is – what do we learn? What is the learning moment we have from this experience? That's It's as simple as that for me. I don't care necessarily that he's gone. We're going to learn something from this, whether he's successful in Indy or if Hertz is the real deal. We're going to be learning some things over the course of the next few years about what is real and what is just personal opinions at this point. 
So, Kelly, actually, I have another point, if you don't mind. So going back to what you said about Jeremy Chin and how that could have been the second round pick, which I think is a fantastic argument right now, I'd probably rather have Jeremy Chin than Jalen Hurts. So here's a question. Would you rather have him when Carson is forcing a trade over something that's not related to Jalen Hurts? Well, so that's the thing. We don't know what would have happened if there's so many what ifs, but here's my point. Let's say Carson Wentz, let's say he would have been terrible in 2020, even if Jalen Hurts was never picked and Jeremy Chin was picked in his place. Maybe we don't know if let's just say Wentz would have been bad. Okay. Well, what do you do now? Because you kind of have to keep Carson Wentz. So I also, I don't think there's enough talk that Yes, the Eagles, they blew it with Carson Wentz. They completely blew it. However you look at it, you don't give a quarterback, was it July 2019 or whatever, $128 million uh, guaranteed or 107 guaranteed or whatever it was, and then trade him a year and a half later. Whatever you say, you blew it by that. Here's the thing. You can completely salvage it if Jalen Hurts is a franchise no quarterback. That's what there's not enough talk about. This and is this is something that I really want to talk about because you tweeted it the other day. There is almost no excitement over Jalen Hurts in 2021. And it's as if the fan not. base is convinced he will fail or just doesn't care. In my opinion, it's that fans are kind of reeling over the Wentz situation and not necessarily knowing how to feel about it because they are hearing that, oh, well, they didn't really want to trade Wentz. On top of that, there's still a question about what Howie will do with the sixth pick in the draft. Should you start liking um, Jalen Hurts and then he's not even the guy next year? We take somebody at quarterback for the top first pick in our in our draft picks. I'm just curious if you feel like there's another reason for why people don't want to get behind Jalen Hurts or, is, or are you agreeing with my assessment? Yeah, so uh, that tweet got a lot of replies, and someone actually replied, and I thought this was a pretty good point, and they said there's just Eagles fatigue right now, and you kind of addressed that when you said, I think we're all just kind of bummed out about Wentz. Whether you love Wentz or grew very sick of him as I did, it's still, it's heartbreaking. If you told me three or four years ago Carson Wentz is gone, oh my goodness, I, it's just, it's crushing. We thought this was going to be the best quarterback in Eagles history, so I think that's very devastating. And you're right. I mean, it's like a breakup. We're still getting over that. Um, but with Jalen Hurts, it does feel like people really don't want to entertain the fact that he could be really good. And I have his stats in front of me. And I know he only won one game. Now, maybe he would have won that last one if he was allowed to finish it. Um, I know the completion percentage is really bad, but he had almost 1,200 yards in four starts. And even the terrible game against Washington. I mean, he had two rushing touchdowns and I saw the stat. I wish I knew this exactly, but I think the Eagles had 5.7 yards per play with Hertz and something like 4.6 with Wentz. And that's a dramatic, that's 20% difference. Um, the athleticism yeah, also, of Hertz to be able to run when there was no O-line is really probably what people are just kind of like boo-booing like, oh, well, you know, he was running and Wentz can't do that. And that's that's the new era. Well, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. So I agree with them. But let's be real. Like that helped our offense get a little bit of a spark. I mean, in the end of the season, we saw a spark that Jalen Hurts was able to provide that Wentz was struggling to provide. And if we're being honest, the only real reason that I'm semi excited about what could be 
is, you know, if you're losing your quarterback in the offseason in a forced trade, the only way to really feel good about it is to see somebody that you know is behind him. I mean, I feel more comfortable with the fact that we moved him with Hertz on the roster. So, yeah, I guess it was a good investment if things worked out the way that Howie anticipated or didn't anticipate and just lucked into. Yeah, and and I don't think it would be a big surprise if Jalen Hurts becomes a very good quarterback. I mean, I, I don't follow college football, and I knew that name in college. I mean, he was a big name. He was a second-round pick. It's not like this is some fifth- or sixth-round pick. Um, let me address what you said a few minutes ago. You asked about a quarterback at pick six, and I do agree that fans right now, it is kind of like, wait a minute, is Jalen Hurts even the quarterback? Do I go out and buy his jersey? Do I invest in him? I, I don't – I'm not going to pretend to know – college quarterbacks I know the names I don't know who's good or not I will just say this if you're the Eagles and you like a quarterback at pick number six you take him because it's the most important position and if you have two good quarterbacks I know there's a saying if you have two quarterbacks you have none I don't agree because the Eagles historically have always been able to trade the other quarterback if you're not sold on Hurts, and they're probably not because it's a small sample size. If you love somebody at pick six, you take him because then you only need one of the two to be very good. And I don't think they're going to be picking this high again anytime soon. I know people are super pessimistic, and I think you're going to address that later. But I think this is your one shot at pick number six. And for what it's worth – I know the quarterback factory line is going to live in lore, but I do think the Eagles have done pretty well with drafting quarterbacks. If you just told me that the Eagles pick a quarterback at number six, do I think he'll be good? Based on their track record, I'm going to say yes. Okay. I like the confidence there, but uh, we recently ran a, I recently ran a poll on my Twitter account last week about how fans are feeling about Jalen Hurts as the starter for 2021. Uh, whether he's allowed to prove himself or whether we draft a quarterback in the first round. What do you think the Eagles should do? And what do you think was the majority answer by the Eagles fans? I'm going to say people definitely don't want a quarterback in the first round. So I'm going to say 63% go with Jalen Hurts. We had over 900 votes on this poll. In 24 hours. That's how much people were answering this question. Okay. It's That's insane. That's because you're so well, popular. It's because I'm so popular and people really are passionate. I think that there is a little bit of excitement around this guy. 89% said yes. Give him a solid season to prove himself. Okay. So I, I think people don't even want to entertain the idea of picking a quarterback at number six. But Kelly, let me just present this argument for why the people who don't want to pick a quarterback. So let's compare Jalen Hurts 2021 to uh, Drew Locke 2020. So Drew Locke at the end of 2019, I believe he went four and one with Denver. He was a second round pick. Um, I I did not think Drew Locke was going to be a good quarterback and it looks like he's not. And now Denver has maybe the worst quarterback situation in football. Let's say Jalen Hurts is terrible in 2021, which I don't think is going to happen, but it's possible. Well, if he is, then you don't have a quarterback at all. And I saw I saw Elliot Shore Parks tweet that the Eagles should sign the worst backup quarterback possible. 
No, you there. Why? Why would you not want every position to be as good as possible? Let me just say this: the Eagles never have a quarterback make sixteen starts. Jalen Hurts is a running quarterback. I don't like to predict stuff like this. Do I think Jalen Hurts is going to make sixteen starts in twenty twenty one, even if they don't draft a quarterback? Probably not because Eagles quarterbacks get hurt. Do you want a good backup or a bad backup? You want a good backup. So Alex Smith, Case Keenum, whoever, bring them in. Get as many good quarterbacks as possible. That's how the Eagles live live and die with as many quarterbacks as possible. And right now we're going to have to see what Hurts is, but I don't want it to be just Hurts and then some no-name backup. Well, I respect your opinion on it, but I think that if you keep – creating this drama around the quarterback position there's no leadership there you're taking away the leadership that hurts is trying to build okay so kelly why is it why is it drama if you have competition well you're allowed to do that at any other quarterback position. is a special position that you're leading the whole team and if it's in question okay. we've seen people <laughs> doubt what a person is to the team how important they are to the team and if and that's fair. And if we want to change the cycle, you say, okay, sixteen starts for Jalen Hurts, and guess what? If he sucks, we probably have a high draft pick next year. And if Wentz is really good in Indy, we get a first round pick from them. We can use those two picks to move up in the draft and get a quarterback in the first round. And that's where I don't agree because I, I must be more optimistic on the Eagles than everybody else. It's it's like people forget that there were so many injuries in the entire offensive line. And But, Kelly, if Jalen Hurts is not good, I still think the Eagles can win six or seven games. And so what if you're picking at number 13 and people act like, oh, if Jalen Hurts is bad, then you just have pick number four and you pick a quarterback. Well, no. We were pick what? 13. We were pick 13 when we moved up to get Carson. So it's not impossible. Great point. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know. It. I'm saying you build I, around the guy who's there, give him a real shot, and then you prove that it was worth that second round pick that you put into him. I don't know if they meant to do it that way, but this is how it is. And I almost want Howie Roseman to say, you know what? This is how I'm going to prove myself that that was the right decision. And in and, and a perfect world, that's what you would do. But then you're living and dying with that one quarterback. And Kelly, I, I hate to say this. I'm just going to say it. I know there's people who are going to agree and people who are gonna take offense to this. I don't think Jalen Hurts is as mentally weak as Carson Wentz. And if you don't think Carson Wentz is mentally weak, then tell me why everything catapulted once they picked a quarterback in the second round. I think Jalen Hurts, after what he went through with Tua in college – is the kind of guy who can withstand a Alex Smith. If you bring in Alex Smith, I think he can withstand that. If if your quarterback is going to fold when you bring I'm not, in, I'm not disagreeing with bringing in a veteran at all. I'm I have okay. a problem with drafting high draft capital quarterback because there's no doubt that that person's going to start. In my opinion, you're not giving Jalen Hurts the chance to start in 2000. 21 if there's a guy who was picked at six i don't believe that that's going to be the scenario but kelly here's the thing let's say you pick the next i'm not going to go tom brady or Peyton manning but let's say you pick the next matt ryan at pick number six so great quarterback for the next 13 or 15 years nobody is going to care about this one one or two years from now yeah it was awkward in 2016 because if you remember bradford was going to be around 
uh, Bridgewater didn't get hurt from Minnesota. Wentz was not going to start. So, yeah, it was going to be awkward that the Eagles were going to have their number two overall draft pick be the backup all year. It was going to be awkward. We would have forgot about it in a year or two. The Eagles lucked out because they were able to trade Bradford. Yeah, it might be awkward if you have Hurts and a number six overall pick for a year or so. But if the number six overall pick or Hurts turns out to be a really good quarterback, nobody cares in the future. And that's where I just think quarterback is so, so, so important. I just want to say one thing and we'll move on to the next topic. Yeah, Quarterback is such an important position and I totally agree with you. The one thing that's lacking for the Eagles is longevity at the position. We have turned over that position every single other year at this point. It feels like every other year it's like a new quarter, like new quarterback, new new system, new coach. Everything is changing all of the time. We need longevity. We need some consistency. We need some leadership. And unfortunately, the tide has turned. We don't have Wentz anymore. I would like to see some consistency, and I think that that starts with building around Jalen Hurts. So, And Kelly, I agree with you on the consistency, Um, and I'll just leave it at this. I would love, if the the Eagles want to roll with Jalen Hurts and pick Jamar Chase or whoever picked number six, that's fine. I'll just end with this. Then they have to be right. Yes. It's an obvious. And, but well, their they have jobs to be right regardless the, at six. Correct. I think I think you and I would both agree with that. However, if you miss on a, I don't know, defensive tackle, or it wouldn't be a tackle, but if you miss on whatever position at pick six, you could keep your job. If you miss on a quarterback at pick six, you're probably not going to keep your job. I don't job. think Howie so Roseman I, has any more like draft options at this point. He's at the very end of his career in Philly if he messes this pick up, regardless of the position. Well, I will say this. He's done historically very well early in the first round. Um, Lane Johnson was number four overall. Carson Wentz, I mean, it's up in the air whether that was worth it or not, but it did get a Super Bowl. That was number two overall. Um, Fletcher Cox was number 12 overall. Brandon Graham was number 13 overall. Yeah, but we, we lack like pro bowl level players at, at points. I, I would agree with that. There's not enough great players on the Eagles, but at pick number six, I do trust the Eagles to get this right. I really I respect do. It. Now... Going into the next poll that was put on Twitter by me, um, I was wondering whether fans believe that our offense or defense need it more, knowing the veterans we will be losing due to cuts and free agency. I know we need help on both sides, but for argument's sake, what side of the ball do you think needs the most attention, the most investment this offseason? Yeah, so... um... Kelly, do you I, – I am very opinion on this. Do you want to guess what I'm going to say? I think you're going to say offense. I'm going to say Oh, my gosh. Because my, my logic – I think offense is more important than defense. But on offense, you're getting back, hopefully, Jason Kelsey. You're getting back Brandon Brooks. Lane Johnson hopefully is healthy this year. Andre Dillard I, – I haven't given up on Andre Dillard. With we Jeff haven't Stout seen and, anything and, from him to know whether or not he's correct. terrible. I mean, from all we knew, Jordan Maialata was a total waste of a pick. And then he came in and played well. So, Kelly, the Eagles do not miss on offensive linemen. I think Andre Dillard is going to be good. But my point is the Eagles are getting back all these injured players on offense, on defense. You look, and I would say the Eagles have three very good defensive players. Fletcher Cox, who I believe is 30. Brandon Graham, who I believe is turning 33. And then Darius Slay, who's probably about 29 mm-hmm. to 30. So 
Who is your best young defensive player? If I had to pick, I don't know, Alex Singleton, but I think he's like 27. He's not even young. Josh Sweat. Josh, is Josh Sweat even a starter? Like, I'm looking at Al- – <laughs> They have Garrett Barnett over him. I mean, it's debatable, but like there is no defensive playmaker. And I do think that is one thing. I, I know we're well past this topic, but the people who say that the Eagles failed Carson Wentz, well, you look at their draft picks and it's always offense with the early picks. It's Goddard and Rager and Hertz and Dillard and Sanders and our Sega Whiteside. And they don't ever seem to Jim Schwartz never got defensive players high in the draft. So I don't know if if they went. Well, we got Derek picks- Barnett and Sidney Jones, and then Rasul Douglas in one draft. Correct, but it seems like every year the first round pick, it, two out of the first three picks are always offense. So to me, let's improve the defense. Yeah, uh, it's going to surprise you, but I agree with you. The fact is that close to three hundred people voted on this one, so there wasn't as much excitement about this poll as there was for Jalen Hurts, but. The majority of people voted for offense. 56% said that they believed that the offense was the key to putting the investment into. And I will say that I think a lot of people interacted in the comments underneath the poll saying, you're, you know, at this point in the NFL, you just put as many points up as you can and your defense is like secondary, but you need your defense to make some stops. Like it was a little ridiculous last year and I was literally pulling my hair out. Anytime that the offense did anything, the defense gave it right back. And I just don't want to live like that anymore. I, it's just not fun football for me. Yeah, that was bad. Um, it, it That was one of the most frustrating. What was it? Was it the uh, Green Bay game when Hurts took over for Wentz? Mm-hmm. And I think we might actually make a big comeback. And then was it the Aaron Jones, like 77-yard touchdown? And that was the story of the season. Um, let me actually just sidetrack. This isn't really relevant to what <laughs> you were saying, but I think, I think the Eagles – had a lot of bad luck in 2020. And I know fans don't want to hear that, but I just think they did. And injuries are the big one where it's the crucial positions, but they just, I think the negativity for this team going into 2021, and sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I know you're going to address that later, but I just, I don't think the Eagles are as bad as people think they are. I really really do understand what you're saying. Um, but the fact is that we've been at the top of the injury list years now. Doug Peter and that's a Doug problem. Peterson's entire like experience in Philadelphia was like an injury fest. It was insane. So if it happens every single year, you have to wonder what the heck they're doing in practice. Anyway, yeah, you know what, Kelly? Maybe they should bring back Chip Kelly because guys never got <laughs> so many smoothies. Know. All right, so. Howie Roseman is the person that everybody's turned their attention to now that he's basically the only one left here. Lori has a lot of confidence in him. I'm curious, since you seem to have a lot of belief that he can turn things around, how does he make the doubters of him, the ones that are most critical, like me, build their confidence back in him again? Okay, so... It's got to start with hitting draft picks. And I think, and and I'm just guessing, I think that Jeffrey Lurie does not care as much about Howie Roseman's bad track record with draft picks as the fans do. I, I, that's just a guess I heard. I think a few beat reporters suggest that also. Um, Again, I've said this a few times, natural regression for the Eagles 
injuries. They're going to add two to three wins next year just by not losing Brandon Brooks. Like stuff like that wasn't talked about enough. Oh, it like, snowballed you, ever since Brandon Brooks. It went completely silent. Yeah, Kelly, you, you can't you can't just lose great players and live to talk about it. And I I know we talked about this a lot, but I I have to say it. Maybe not having the 34th-ranked quarterback is going to make the Eagles a lot better. So what Roseman need to do? He needs that he needs the players he drafted to take the necessary steps. Every player, it felt like every player on the Eagles was 20% worse in 2020 than they had been in the past. And we just need those guys to get back to form. If Andre Dillard, we don't even know if he's going to be the starter. If he can be an average tackle, the Eagles are great. If Jalen Rager can take a step forward. Or be forward used correctly. Be, yeah, correct. If he can be a number two receiver. And you know what else? Maybe the Eagles are going to pick somebody in the second round who's going to come out of nowhere in training camp. And that guy is going to be a really big surprise for the Eagles this year. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we can't just assume that every draft pick isn't going to contribute. So you're saying that. Howie Roseman is going to be able to turn the tide with Sirianni developing the players that get brought into this building. Yeah, and I I don't know how relevant this is to 2021, but Howie Roseman and the Eagles have a good track record of bouncing back. So um, 2011, the dream team with Andy Reid, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. The next year, they go 4-12. and 12. The next year, new head coach, Chip Kelly, they go 10-6. and six. Then 2015, Chip Kelly's final year, which, side note, wasn't as bad as everybody thinks. They went 7-9. and nine. Next year, new quarterback, they go 7-9, and nine, but things are trending up. Next year, they win the Super Bowl. I just – I think there's this narrative that, oh, the Eagles are the next Jacksonville Jaguars or what the Cleveland Browns were, and that's just not what I think is going to happen because the Eagles are too bold and too aggressive, like – trading Carson Wentz and all the swings they take at quarterback that I just don't think, I think they're going to go. I'm, go- I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I always try to look for a silver lining. I think you're more optimistic than I am. And that's impressive. Yeah, thank you. It's funny because people think that I'm super pessimistic about the Eagles. I, I don't know. I mean, I think recently people have gotten too pessimistic. Like I, I see people saying like, oh, the Eagles are going to win two games next year. Like, guys, relax. Like, I, I love the Eagles. I don't want to act like 2020 didn't suck. I hated every second of it. But they're not the first team to win four games. That stuff happens. You, st- you take a step back and you look at it. You had a ton of injuries. I could sum it up in two things. Ton of injuries, terrible quarterback. You hope both of those improve in 2021. If they do, all of a sudden, Howie Roseman looks a lot better when actually maybe he didn't even really do that much. It's just the team played better, which made him look better, if that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Now, I know that you were more of a Peterson supporter than you were a Wentz supporter. Doug was able to win a lot of games without his starting quarterback. I think that's a pretty crazy stat when we look back at his time in Philadelphia. He entered the market late for openings for head coaching positions, so he ended up taking a year away. Do you think that Peterson will have a head coaching position uh, next year? Um, Kelly, if he wants to, I think he will. Um, 
I don't know. I am just guessing. I mean, again, guys, if you're listening, you probably know this. I don't have sources, so everything I say is just a guess. I think it's kind of obvious Doug Peterson wasn't able to get a head coaching job in 2020 or 2021, and that's why he, quote, took a year yeah, off. Yeah, but he started <laughs> out pretty late. I mean, Lurie fired him pretty late into. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe she's not. Maybe he's not viewed as highly around the league as you'd think for a Super Bowl winning head coach. But do I think that Doug Peterson will be a head coach in 2021? Well, there's what, five to seven head coach openings every single year and teams always want offensive guys. And you've seen what Peterson has done with quarterbacks. So yeah, he'll be a head coach. The last, I don't have it in front of me, the last Super Bowl winning head coach to never get another job. I don't know. Somebody can look this up, but Brian like maybe from Baltimore, who was fired seven years after winning the Super Bowl. But I don't think he was that good of a coach. I think we would all agree Doug Peterson is an above-average head coach. I think maybe he was a little overrated. But if Peterson doesn't get another head coaching job again, then to me, he didn't want one. So, yeah, he'll be a head coach in 2021. And I will root for him. I will absolutely root for him. Respect it. As long as he's not, you know, in the NFC East, you know? Correct. Or when he plays. <laughs> exactly. The These are high emotion times for Eagles fans. I think people are really uncertain about what will happen, but it is an exciting time. A youth movement is in full effect. The coaching staff is young. The players are very young. Who is one player that you're very excited to see develop under Sirianni? And you can't say Hurts because that's an easy one. Yeah, uh, Kelly. So I do not have a great pick for this one. <laughs> and I love, but I mean, we've kind of talked about it. Who on the Eagles offense is young and exciting? I mean, Travis Fulgham, I don't even know if he's going to be on the. I don't know what happened. <laughs> there should be a. There should be a 30 for 30 on those four games of Travis Fulgham. Unbelievable. I thought the Eagles had their next great receiver. Um, Jalen Rager, I'm not a big Jalen Rager guy. Andre Dillard, maybe that's who I'll pick. I think that he's going to be a decent player. Um, Dallas Goddard is playing for a contract, and with Zach Ertz likely not here, uh, he he should have a pretty big year. Um, let me actually give you a really boring answer. So I'm going to pick somebody who's not on the team yet, somebody who's going to be drafted in, I don't know, first round, second round, third round, who – I don't know, some receiver or running back or just whatever that we're going to get excited about because right now you look at the roster and since you told me I'm not allowed to pick Jalen Hurts, there's not a lot of young players to be excited about. And uh, so you're going to pick Dillard to start over Mayolata. Is that what I'm understanding from what you said? Um, um, I mean, if I had to pick right now, so first of all, I think we would both agree there should absolutely be a camp competition. I mean, there's no way either one should be handed the job. So what we've heard is that Howie Roseman wants guys he drafts to play, which I think is terrible. But if that's what he does, then Dillard will probably start. I mean, I don't care who starts. Start whoever is better. I hope Andre Dillard wins the job because you want your first-round pick. I think he probably has a higher ceiling than Jordan Mailata. Um, But you also – you can literally never have enough offensive linemen, and I've learned that over the years. I will never be upset if and when the Eagles draft an offensive lineman, no matter how many I think they have. So whoever doesn't start is still going to get to play because somebody will get hurt or benched yeah, at some depth, point. Yeah, depth is key. 
Correct. So the Super Bowl staff and a large portion of that roster has left the NovaCare building. How long do you believe? And I think that we kind of got a hint of this earlier, but how long do you believe a rebuild will take for the Eagles to make the playoffs again? All right. So, Kelly, I am not a gambler, but I would bet money that the Eagles make the playoffs in 2021 or 2022. And I I don't think that's a bold statement at all, because first of all, let's not forget that there's now that extra playoff team. So it's 14 out of 32 playoff teams. So that's almost 14 out of 32 teams make the playoffs. That's almost half the teams in the NFL. So by random chance, you should make it once in a two-year span. And the NFC East, tell me who's going to run away with this division. Daniel Jones is terrible. Washington doesn't have a quarterback. Dallas doesn't want to pay their quarterback. You've heard me talk about how I think the Eagles could do better than people think. I mean, let me just say this. Would it not be the most Eagles thing ever really well in 2021 Jalen Hurts is a top eight quarterback and I'm a big fan personally of rookie head coaches if you told me the Eagles went 10 and 6 in 2021 would I be surprised honestly I wouldn't I'm not predicting it I think if I had to guess right now I'll say seven and nine yeah let's keep expectations pretty low I mean (laughs) Well, Kelly, that's what the Eagles do under Jeffrey Lurie. Every new head coach of his, he's very good at hiring head coaches. Ray Rhodes, playoffs first. Andy Reid, playoffs second year. Chip Kelly, playoffs first year. Doug Peterson, Super Bowl second year. So it's probably going to happen with Nick Sirianni in one of the first two years. And it's good that the Eagles, I don't think, are as bad as people think. I respect it, and I love to end on a positive note. So that's all we have for tonight, for today, whenever you're listening to the show. This has been the Kelly Green Show. Thank you so much for coming on, Bryn. It was a true pleasure to disagree and agree with you tonight. Yeah, Kelly, we did not fight as much as I thought, but we'll have to keep fighting on Twitter, and I enjoyed this a lot. Thanks a lot for having me Absolutely. So all the listeners who have been listening to this show tonight, please subscribe to the Eagles Brawl podcast for more episodes going forward, and fly, Eagles, fly. You work hard for your money. Are you sure it's working hard for you? You can be sure with Merowest Credit Union. As a credit union, Merowest is all about people, you and me. So they do the right thing by offering us better rates, greater choices, and better service. Merowest Smart Rewards Checking is a perfect example. It's a checking account that pays you with rates up to 18 times the national average. Really, check it out at Merowest.com. And service? Merowest takes pride in what they do. Experience it. Your dreams and Merowest's values just go together. Consider Merowest today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.